Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Carolina Social Club. This is episode number 26. I am Josh, and joining me is Eddie. 26? 26. Damn. Yep. Half a, <laughs> half a year's worth of episodes now. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh, that's insane, dude. Don't tell me that shit. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, B might be joining us later. He's got some, yeah, he's got some family stuff going on. So, uh, we're just gonna hope that he does. And if not, then he'll be here next week, hopefully. How you doing, buddy? You know, I'm doing pretty good. Um, been a little physically ill, you know, to the old tummer there. I think I need to get back on the healthier foods. I've certainly fallen off the wagon pretty hard, especially since I'm going to be starting with a personal trainer on Tuesday. Oh, fun. So in person this time so that'll be nice and annoying <laughs> how'd you go about like selecting a personal trainer honestly i went on thumbtack and i found one that had a rate that i considered reasonable and that had offered one-on-one nutrition uh plans and private gym space nice i found others that offered those things but they were wanting to do like 75 a sesh Ooh, that's a lot. That's that a is, lot of fucking money, money for like yeah. Sticky Duggy, especially, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But the one I found had, you know, over 600 reviews. He was like four and a half stars. And the one stars, anybody can do a one star review. Just try to tank somebody, you know? Right. Yeah. I almost never look at one star reviews. I always kind of stick between two and four just to, you know, keep things real. Well, and a lot of the one stars were like, he wasn't communicative. And I'm like, man, motherfuckers texted me back. I don't know what your problem was. <laughs> maybe, maybe you're an asshole. Like, so, I mean, it's going to end up running me about a buck 40 every paycheck, but it's not, not that terrible. And when it's your health. So yeah, like, it's an investment, you know, and here's the real God's honest, scary fucking truth of it. There have been paychecks where I have spent at least 300 at delivery food. Well, there you go. In a paycheck. Like, that's a stupid, stupid, stupid amount of money. And not even for, like, good shit. Like, I've spent 300 like, ordering from Sonic and McDonald's. Yep, like, <laughs> I'm in there. It's just fucking terrible. I'll look at a place and go, oh, $7.99 delivery fee. Well, that's a bit too rich for my blood. And then order $30 <laughs> worth of fucking McDonald's. Like, <laughs> there's a disconnect here somewhere. Yeah. You know? so yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely doing that. Trim my beard up, you know. Nice. Saw the Bob's Burgers movie. How was that? I mean, it's great. I love Bob's Burgers. You can't, you can't go wrong, in my opinion. First time I've seen a movie since Vid. But you actually went and saw? I actually went in th- into a theater. I ate popped corn. Dude, I, I kind of miss. Movie. I kind of miss going to the theater. We we had like a. It's it's tough to want to go to the theater. It was tough to want to go to the theater before COVID because of like you know all the shootings and shit that happened in theaters, but right. With that plus plus COVID, it's just I don't know. I don't I don't know if I'll ever set foot in a theater again. I mean, they're making it difficult on me. They were advertising they'll be showing the fifth element. Nice. And fifth element in theaters. That's a tough one for me to say no to. Well, Love my, me. My thing is too is like I want to I want to see the new Top Gun movie. Like but I don't. I I they did some really interesting stuff with AI and Val Kilmer. That I'd really like to see. Um, and my dad said that he almost went last weekend, but then he decided not to. And I'm just like, fuck, man, like, let me know. And I'll see if I can see if I can, like, raise the, <laughs> raise the courage to go. 
Because I mean, I mean, I miss it. I miss it going to get like a Coke and a popcorn and Coke, you know. popcorn, little junior mint. Yeah. Chocolates, mint's delicious. Dairy. Or, that was a really terrible Kramer. But what are you going to do? I was worried there for a second. I was looking at the Twitter for content, you know, mm-hmm. for the show there. I saw that uh, Mr. John Lithgow was uh, trending, but I That's can't figure, never, out, I never can't a figure good out why. John, yeah, I don't know. Like, I hope like maybe there's, there's nothing on here that indicates that he's suffering from anything or doing a bad time. He is in that new show that I am kind of Don't with Jeff Bridges, the yeah, old man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm here for like all of these like Yellowstone-esque vibe, like older. I actually just started some some Yellowstone action. Oh, dude. How, how do you like it so far? I, it's really fucking good. It's really fucking good. They really fucked that lady up, though, hard. Yeah. Uh, his, his daughter. Yep. Like when they finally showed, like, you know, what happened to their mom, I was like, oh, God, no, no worry. Yep. No wonder. No wonder yeah. she's so <laughs> fucked up about everything. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's a she's a really interesting character. They're all interesting characters. They're all they really well done. They are absolutely. That's, I'm interested to see how it, how it rolls out. But no, I'm I'm excited for that. Um, did you watch the Perry Mason, the HBO Perry Mason? I did not. Okay, so one, fuck you, do it. Okay. Two, uh, it's completely over, so you don't have to worry about missing. You know, waiting for episodes. You can binge the whole goddamn thing. Okay. Um, it has the dude from the Americans in it, Matthew Reese. Okay. So he's he's great, just out of out the gate, he's phenomenal. But uh, John Lithgow's in it too, and he's phenomenal. And even have Max Headroom in that son of a bitch. You know what the thing was for John, for me and John Lithgow, because like my obvious, you know, first exposure to him was Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, and probably then, same. And then he was on Dexter. Yes, he was on Dexter. And I was like, oh my god, this guy has range. He was in, he was in something <laughs> else though. He was in Cliffhanger. Okay, yeah, he was. He was the, I think he was the villain in Cliffhanger. Fuck, oh, man. Who else was in this Perry Mason show? Uh, uh, John Lithgow. And then, yeah, a whole bunch of character actors. Stephen Root showed up. I mean, why It's never not? a bad day for Stephen Root to show up. You know? <laughs> right. One of the third, maybe the third best part of that of uh, Barry, man. But you know, speaking of uh, films and uh, the film industry, uh, specifically about going to theaters and seeing movies, uh, let's address Morbin, eh? Morbin, it's Morbin time, bro. Uh, my God. <laughs> So anybody who's who's not familiar with the old story there, um, one dude makes a tweet that goes viral, and it turns into a whole thing. It's like when somebody asked uh, Meltzer if uh, the Bucks could sell out an arena, and then <laughs> AEW happened. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very similar to that. Somebody just tweeted, and they're like, "Yeah, my favorite part of Morbius is when he looks at the camera and says it's Morbin time." And everybody just wouldn't shut up about it so much so that Jared Leto got in on the on the fun, and then Sony was like, "Yeah, we're going to re-release that to theaters," and then it bombed again because nobody wants to see that piece of shit movie. Dude, okay, so 
I actually just saw a thing from Forbes that said it only made $85,000 on Friday. $85 a theater average. That's for a $280,000 weekend and a still lousy $73.6 million domestic. That's that's nuts. It is absolutely amazing. It's it's astounding to me that you paid someone who people say is a great actor. I don't think he's particularly good. I've never really tell you a role he did where I was like, motherfucker, he's so good. (laughs) No, like I really couldn't. I've never listened to a 30 seconds to Mars song. Um, I think that's his band, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think you're right. I think Jared Leto is the one who did that really dumb thing. And if he is, then I'm going to have myself a good old laugh about it. I'm trying to find out here. Hearts, chat, Mr. Nobody. Apparently, he was good in Dallas Buyers Club. Um, I'll at least state that. Um, yes. Yes. Chapter 27. This is my favorite, favorite thing. So they make this movie, right? In 07. Mm-hmm. It's a biological movie about Mark David Chapman, the man who shot John Lennon. Okay. Jared Leto goes, I want that role. They give it to him because why hire a fat actor? Um, And rather than rely on prosthesis, he's not going to do that. He decides he's going to gain the weight. He ends up like giving himself gout. He's confined to a wheelchair. (laughs) He was eating like melted ice cream mixed with soy sauce. That's for three meals a day just to gain weight to play Mark David Chapman for a movie that made guess. Oh God, dude. Uh, I'll even help you out. It's not in the millions. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) $587,000. Confined to a wheelchair, gave yourself gout for a movie that no one wanted to watch. And no one asked him to do it either. I think. I don't think anybody was like, oh, yeah, Jared, you need to gain that weight. It was just like, That's, this is how I'm doing it. Like, I feel like he so desperately wants to be Daniel Day-Lewis, but he's just Christian not good. Bale. Yeah, he just wants to be a, a Lewis Bale type guy. And he's just not that fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he was, however, maybe the best part of a very bad movie uh, for me, which was uh, House of Gucci. And I've heard reason, that was really good. The reason that he was the best part in House of Gucci, which overall was not great, <laughs> um, because everyone, no one worked with them about having a dialect coach. So it was just everybody just sort of doing their own idea of what an Italian accent should sound like. <laughs> so, like, you'll have, like, Al Pacino's doing, you know, a very sort of gravelly stated Italian accent. They have Jeremy Irons, who still sounds British. Uh, you know, <laughs> Lady Gaga sort of gets something going on, but it still sounds weird and trashy. Uh, Jared Leto playing Paolo Gucci just decides to be, like, the most cartoonish-sounding Italian thing. Oh, I did not know! <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's so bizarre. And I love that he went with that decision. It's it's great. Not great for like in the purposes of things being good or bad, but great for me to be enjoying watching it. Um, but yeah, uh, no one, no one watching the morb. I can't even tell you who else is in that fucking thing. Matt Smith is in there. I mean, Al Madrigal. Uh, Tyrese. <laughs> Tyrese. Okay, they got Jared Harris for this, but Jared Harris would do anything these days. One of my very favorite actors. I feel like a lot of people in those kinds of movies are in the phase of their career where they'll do anything these days. 
I think I think Jared Harris looks at that as like a, that's one for them for sure. You know, I, I I don't think I could I could really tell you a thing that he hasn't done. Jared Harris has a very weird filmography, dude. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moriarty from uh, yep the most recent Sherlock Holmes is. He's just been all over the place, dude. He was in the Box Trolls. Um, he was on um he was on Mad Men, wasn't he? He was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He was uh, Lane Price. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was a great character. Yeah. No, he's he's great. he was on Chernobyl too. Yeah. Uh, he was he fucking killed it on The Expanse. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's you put him in anything, he's awesome. Um, but God, my he's he was in Mr. Deeds. What the fuck? <laughs> he went all over the place, man. He played Andy Warhol, and I shot Andy Warhol. Like <laughs> he was in Natural Born Killers. You know, just what a career. He was in The Last of the Mohicans. When the fuck? <laughs> As British lieutenant, I'm sure he set the world on fire with that one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was pretty good. Daniel Day Lewis pretty good in it. But you see that dude playing British lieutenant? <laughs> Fucking intense. I don't know what so, else. What else in the news? So, uh, well, I have some. I have some local news. Let's hear the local news, bro. So my my last job, I get a phone call or not a phone call. I get a text message from my from my brother who has taken over my position at my last job that I got fired from, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells me that they've had a cyber like a ransomware attack. Love him. And I'm like, oh man, <laughs> you know, I I feel. Man, I think I told you this. Like, I felt conflicted because, like, I have a, a pretty specific advanced cybersecurity certification mm-hmm. that I that I got in 2020. Some of those books. And I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to. <laughs> I need to figure out where they are. Um, yeah. But anyway, go ahead. So I have I have this cybersecurity certification, and I have been doing. I had been doing that kind of work for that organization for you know, a while, and everything was set up pretty well, and. uh they let me go, and four months later, they have a ransomware attack. It's a little bit vindicating, but the fact that it's my brother that's dealing with the remediation, like, that kind of sucks. Fortunately, uh, I think it's going to just be inconvenient for them, um, except for the fact that apparently members of their staff, it's not apparent, it's true, members of their staff uh, can't keep their fucking mouth shut and apparently told, cl- told clients that, like, they had a ransomware attack. Mm. Yeah. And the reason I know that is because uh, Kelly's dad called for some information from the organization and was told, oh, we had a cyber attack. We'll have to call you later. Okay. So, so like, and the, and the reason that I found that out is because they called us and asked me what I thought about it. And Mine and Kelly's collective response was, wait, how do you know about that? And not only was it just, this wasn't just some random staff member. Like, it wasn't just a normal person. It was somebody who is in a position of authority and who has been there for a long time and should have known better. Because Should have fucking known better. Right. Like. For, people, for people who are not familiar with, like, process for this kind of thing, you don't tell your clients that there's been a ransomware attack until you know exactly what's happened and you're already working on fixing it. Because the first question they're going to say is, what are you doing about it? Right. And, and then they're going to go talk to their friends. Yet. Right. They're going to go talk to their friends who are also clients, because this is a very, like, you know, 
uh, good old boy word of mouth type town. It's just a very, very easy way to completely erode the trust of an organization. And so the, the question was asked of me, like, is it possible that the, the person who told Kelly's dad about this knew the, the relationship and I said, I said, no, because his last name is different from Kelly's, which is different from mine. So, and even if he did, you still don't fucking don't say, say anything. It. Yeah. Like, and that's, he's not even, he's not even a client. He was just a potential client. Like they're telling prospects this. Oh my God. And like, I, I, <sighs> I told, I told my brother, I was like, first of all, you need to, to like nip that shit. And Second of all, like the, the other problem is, is that nobody told my brother that this had happened. So he, he found it the next day. Like he walked into the office and there was a problem and nobody had told him. Love that. Yeah. Which I, in is, my opinion, the first thing you do with your IT professionals is keep them in the dark right. about computer based things. Right. That's oh God. It well, really that, sounds like you dodged a fucking bullet getting out of there, if I'm being honest with you. Bro. I mean, I mean, kind of like... Like, I feel kind of bad for your brother. I, I feel awful for him for having to, like, to deal with it because the remediation is going to suck. Like, mm-hmm. it's... I, I don't think they're going to have lost much in the way of any data. I don't think any customer data will have gotten out or anything like that. No, um, it's just it, it, it fucking sucks. It's a headache. Yeah, just inconvenient. And I, I feel bad for them, but I don't feel bad for the organization. Like yeah. there, there are people who, these are people who like when we would roll out cybersecurity training for stuff, I would do things once a month and they would like just complain about it instead of actually just fucking doing it. And now, now they have a problem. You got a problem. Dun, so dun, so dun, good luck. Dun, dun, dun. Good luck to them. That's my local news. My, yeah, uh, my vindicating, vindicating story right there. I just got to talk to him on, I talked to him on Friday when it happened. And I just got to do it from my from my my desk and my cushy, uh, not that job. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I have any good local oriented newsery um, beyond just the general stuff that's going on in my life, I'm about to finish another painting. Nice. Please for what, that. What's the uh, what's the story behind that one? Um, this one's an art exchange. I was having dinner with a buddy of mine, um, and I was talking about you know I just finished up my painting of Santa Muerte and yeah I was like I don't know what I'm gonna do next I think I'd like to get a painting of Groucho Marx done so I could hang it up in the house and she was like yeah I want to do a painting of Pee Wee Harmon and I'm like art exchange (laughs) (laughs) I'll do Pee Wee Harmon you do (laughs) you do Groucho Marx and we will trade these pieces I'll uh I'll send you a little bit of a an image of it it's it's gonna be kind of hard to grasp I guess because I've blocked in the color for mm-hmm. peewee's face but um nothing else okay so he just sort of looks like a ghostly outline and i haven't even really started on the other stuff because you know do a painting of peewee herman to me uh apparently translates into do the most extra shit you humanly fucking can <laughs> and as a result it's now a painting of peewee herman with a fractal background of peewee's playhouse captain carl missy vaughn Cowboy oh my Curtis god no John. i love that that's great <laughs> so I, I and i'm kicking myself because i didn't factor in the boots anywhere so that's so good i want to slap the boots in there somewhere but i can't think of i can't think of anywhere to put it without throwing off the balance in the background i didn't plan it out so we'll just have to get to it but yeah i'm 
hoping to maybe be done with that by this week. It would make me very happy if I did get it done. That's awesome. Yeah. Old Pee Wee, man. Got to watch a lot of Pee Wee clips to get in the right frame of mind. So hopefully uh, she ends up doing that before she ends up moving since uh, she'll be out of here, probably, yeah. likely. Um, she was here for school at UK and just got like her third master's. Nice. This one in library sciences and applied for a job at UK's library and didn't even get considered. Really? Didn't even, didn't even get the interview. So uh, she got a offer for a job down in Florida and may take that. Yeah. My, my cousin runs a library here. She's a big old library sciences person. She, she and Kelly always like have a lot of fun whenever they, they talk because it's all well, books, we, all books all the time. Jokes? Yeah. You know, you know lots, of, lots of puns based on classification systems. Yeah, no, it's it's just like a lot of they just talk about literature, and it's actually just, I just didn't listen because yeah. because like they make me feel so uncultured. But it's an undervalued thing, I think. It is so undervalued to shut you. the fuck up and just have someone talk at you and absorb it. Yeah, people just sometimes don't, it's don't good do it. to not relate. Yeah, you know? right. It's good not to be like, yeah, that's like this thing. Just shut up. Yeah, but it's cool. Just let you this know? person have this thing. Like it's yeah. all good. But yeah, I um. My throat is dry as fuck. Sorry. No, that's all good. I, uh, I, I, th- I, that happens. And then I, you know, of course have my own stuff that people don't really like. Okay. So one of the projects that I'm, that I'm doing at work is we're essentially trying to build windows level infrastructure for an all Mac shop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, one of, one of the things we're doing at work is jamming square pegs into this here round hole. That's exactly what it's like, man. And, and hoping that nothing breaks in the process. It is insane. Because it's an all-remote company and everybody has a Mac, it's just like... And and uh, by the way, Apple discontinued Mac server in April. <laughs> so, oh, so, like, it's it's so discontinued that if you go to their, their like, info page about it, mm-hmm. they list out different companies and options and things like that for all of the bits and pieces that Mac server cover. Like they wanted so little to do with server infrastructure that they're just giving people free advertising. So imagine trying to set up infrastructure for that. And that is, that is the tangled knot that I'm untangling at my job. It's, it's just, it's nuts. We've had so many meetings. We talked to so many companies trying to like, figure everything out and it's going to be expensive. Like we're going to, I think we're going to end up spending between like oh, 20, 25 to $30,000 a year for, it's going to be for a that massive kind of stuff. cost sink. Yep. We're, we're kind of dealing with a little bit of that right now in my gig, not to, not to say too much about it, but sure. we're, we're at a crossroads here where the options, the options that aren't spend millions of dollars are, are starting to dwindle. Right. Well, you my know? thing is, is like, I'm, I'm positioning it as though we can, avoid hiring employees to like do these pieces of things. You got to find the right thing to say. Yeah. That, and that this, people, and that's tough. Like hearing. Uh, future proofing. People yep. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People love no, future proofing. No planned obsolescence. Like, yeah. This is, the, this is the plan for the future. This is, you know, this won't be anyone's problem if we just. Yeah. I said, if you want to be able to scale effectively, this is what we need to do. Scale effectively, dude. Listen at that guy with that words. I'm using so many fucking corporate words nowadays. It's just it makes me insane. It's insane how much you have to though. Yeah, 
like that's kind of the that's kind of the part that throws me like you know it turns out i'm pretty good at that kind of glad handy bullshit yeah but right. like it's insane how little there you have an option in it yeah it's just this is the language yep this is so what people this understand is what you have to, this is what you have to speak to even effectively send an email you know yeah but we like so we used to have um weekly all hands meetings and recently like we've had discussions about like lowering that number because really do we all need to meet once a week for real and so they keep using the they keep using the term uh trying to figure out the new cadence for for all hands and i just it's just all about cadence these days i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna use that and be the man of the future (laughs) yeah what's the cadence for this what did you just say? The cadence? This guy's yeah. going places. Uh, no, we have a daily all hands. I'm, a, I'm part of two daily all hands meetings. They take up two hours of my day each day. That is insane. That is, that's so much. And one of them kind of makes sense, but it's also like, I don't want to be the guy who says we can complete an email because it is good to actually talk to these people and, and sure. you know, get that kind of rapport built. But it's very easily a conversation that this one person and me could have. <laughs> rather than that being 10 minutes of an overall hour-long conversation and the other 50 minutes i have just no dog in the fight at all because all i handle is this one specific thing that's how my meetings were at my last job i had about five minutes of stuff that were important to me and then i sat in the meeting for another hour and a half to two hours mm-hmm. but that seems to be how it is but you know whatever what are you gonna do yeah i mean that's how, how the world moves these days yeah, so I'm not gonna not gonna sit here and complain too much, you know. I no pizza and beer for lunch. Yes. There you go. So why am I why am I gonna complain? You know. Yeah, we should definitely like not and talk about something that's more interesting than our job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking hell, nobody wants to hear about our jobs. Yeah, Come sorry, on. sorry guys. Let's let's talk about Ghostface Killer's song Stapleton Sex. Uh, I'm gonna read <laughs> every one of the lyrics right now while Josh shakes his head audibly. Uh, what do you uh I'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that. What do you what did you um or what do you think about like free to play games and their predatory monetization practices? Well, you just hit me with a really random deep yeah. question, huh? Okay. Well it's it's okay. in the it's okay. kind of like a big thing right now because Diablo Immortal just came out and like Oh yeah, it did, didn't it? People are very upset because it, you know, it, it's apparently gonna cost a lot of money to like max your character out and, and whatever. But I've been playing well. it and I haven't I haven't spent much of anything. So. Yeah, I think I think firstly we have to define who I've played a, a many a free to play game yeah. and barely spent any money on them. I think the most I've spent on any free to play game is I've probably dropped about twenty bucks on keys for crates in Team Fortress Two. Like that's it. Yeah, and that's just that's just for cosmetics that are fun. Really, I'm not mad. You know, it's nothing too crazy. Um, I think that there is a breed of person, a strain of human being that has a very pathological need to have a maximized effectiveness uh, sort of uh, character, you know? Like, it it can't just be, I'm going to play this and have fun. It has to be, I'm doing this build. I have to make sure that this build is perfect. And in order to make this build perfect, I need to do this, that, and the third, which is going to cost me money. Yeah. Okay. I don't, uh, that, I don't, I don't rock. I don't get it. I don't get that person. 
I don't get the person who says, well, my character's not extremely maximized in its effectiveness. Therefore, I'm having no fun. <laughs> so I, I, am, uh, I am that person in some games. Like in World of Warcraft, I'm a big uh, min-maxer. Thank you. Um, did you call me an uncultured? Oh, it's, okay. Uh, shit, Matt. Apparently, Kelly's watching the stream because she just called me an uncultured swine, which is what I just referred to myself as. <laughs> Hi, Kelly. Nice. It, yeah. He is uncultured. It's true. It's, of of the two of us, I am the masterpiece theater person. He just brought me a root beer float. Oh my god. Uh, well, shit. So what good. Complaining about? I'm not at all. I will never complain. But anyway, I like I'm a never complain if somebody brought me a root beer float. Come on now. I'm a I'm a min maxer, um, but part of that is because the level that I play World of Warcraft at is the absolute highest level to play it at, and but I don't. Isn't that a little different? It is. It is because it's not. It's not the same thing. Like it's not. A, there's not a microtransaction involved in in mm-hmm. min maxing like that. But there is in games like Lost Ark, which I also play. Mm. Um, but you could also do everything in Lost Ark without paying. So it's just it's just more economical of your time if you do pay it's just one of those things and people are saying that diablo immortal is not like that um i have paid for the diablo immortal battle pass because it was only 15 bucks and it's a full game experience like i don't i never feel bad paying i mean good for you yeah i I don't i don't i'm not of a mind to say that you shouldn't be able to do that they shouldn't be able to make money to do that right diablo 2 is exceedingly free on the internet yeah, full Lord of Destruction pack. You know, mm-hmm. you can just have a good old time. So, if you really have to do the, it's called Diablo Immortal. This is what yeah. this is called. Yep. Well, does it look like fucking Diablo? Wow. Yeah, and no, it looks problem, like that was my problem with three. Anyway, it, it's like, like it's got better textures, I think, than Diablo three does. Um, and it's, I mean, it's fun, man. Like it's, it's a Diablo game on your phone, you know. If you don't, if you don't let yourself get sucked in to shit like that, then like, let let people pay the money that they're gonna pay. Like, fuck off. Don't don't police people's joy. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess I guess where I get to it is, you know, you said this phrase, predatory microtransactions. Yeah, I don't know that they're necessarily predatory to say you can play this and do well and have a good time, but you can also pay money and. Make, just have a good time faster. Have a good time faster. Like I think the thing that people have a problem with is that like nearly every opportunity the game has to advertise a paid feature, mm-hmm. it does. Okay. Um, like you get to you get so to the Call end of Duty. The, I know. Well, yeah, that's and cosmetics and those kinds of games are are big time. Mm-hmm. But you get to the end of the tutorial, like there's a tutorial dungeon, and at the very end of it, it's like. You know, you got this stuff, and then if you pay, I think four ninety nine, you know, for this one time tutorial pack or whatever, and it's like, it's like that through different parts of the game. But this this fucking root beer float is really good, by the way. You gotta shut the fuck up. All right, I don't here's, think here's the best part. Handle a root beer float right now. Here's the best part. Okay, it's it's zero sugar root beer, and I saw her pick up. Uh, I picked up an order from Target right before we got on. Yeah, and it had a uh, high top ice cream in it. So this is probably a very low cal root beer float. I mean, I don't give a shit about the cal count. I don't. I don't usually give me, either. Give me but the full, the full dandy. 
But it, like the fact is, is that it tastes like a normal root beer float, but it doesn't. I'm I'm guessing this is going to be like less than 100 calories. I now I need to know. <laughs> I'll, I'll ask her. I need to know how many calories are in this root beer float at this exact moment. I'll message her right now. How many calories are in the root beer float? The rooted beer, sir. Said the world must now. I, I had, you know, I had a, a, a beer that was not good. Uh, <laughs> and I'm still thinking about it two days later, which is kind of a mark of how bad it was. Well, I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> here's the thing. It wasn't bad. I just don't know if it was for me. I got gotcha. you. Tangerine cream ale. Ooh, that does not sound good. But it, it, yeah, it tasted, it tasted a bit off. You would think tangerine and cream with the, like, offsetting. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm there so far. Yeah, know? offsetting the bitterness of beer should, should be pretty good. It just wasn't doing it, man. It wasn't doing it. We were out at Goodfellas, good pizza, you know, best pizza joint in this city. Yeah. Um, and that location is the distillery district, best bar in this city that you can get food at, in my opinion. Um, you know, mixologists on point, good beer selections. Um, bartenders throwing me the flirty eyes. Love that. Listen, he, he was he was about to risk it all. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and say he wasn't. He was about to risk it all for sure. Um, but yeah, it just and maybe it was it with pizza. Maybe if I had that with like Thai food or some shit, or I don't know, a, a spicy hot wing, maybe yeah. that would have been better. But with uh, with a big New York slice of Sicilian, no dice. All right, so a question: What? How you you don't drink often, right? Not anymore. Yeah. So I I, I don't either. Um, but what's your what's your like go to cocktail? cocktail am yes. i making it myself or am i out somewhere you're out somewhere out somewhere manhattan or old-fashioned old-fashioned is my jam although when i was in idaho uh, a couple i guess a month you ago a, you had a potato spritzer <laughs> i wish that would have been that would have been funny <laughs> get a shot of jameson in, in a potato shot glass they had these things called margarita mules at one of the restaurants we went to is it just a mule with tequila? Yeah, it was actually pretty fucking good, man. That sounds but, all right. Yeah. I, I, was, and, you know, I am going to amend this and also say I will order a martini in any situation because I've got this weird thing, and, and this is going to get into some properly anal shit about me. <laughs> when I go to a restaurant, right, or to a bar, especially if the place prides itself on quality food or really good drinks, right? I want to order something simple. Yeah. Because I want to know how they treat the simple thing. Yep. If it's an afterthought, then they're all flash. You know, there's no, it's all sizzle. There's no steak. Yep. If you're giving me some shitty fucking, you know, instant mashed potatoes because you want me to order the... I don't know, fingerling croquette, <laughs> then I got no time for you. So a martini to me is one of the great ways that you can express yourself as a bartender. 
but also prove your worth as a barback. You know, what, what kind of hand do you use with it? How do you approach it? How do you make it normally? Are you giving me lemon? Um, you doing gin, you doing vodka, how dry are you gonna make it? All that, all that's very important. You know, old fashions and everything else, those can be a little bit difficult sometimes to yep. make. Um, I had one recently that was the, the tits though. It was, a, it was an old fashioned with uh, chocolate bitters. Okay. It I actually like a- had one recently that was really good. It was when I was, also when I was, I drank a lot when I was in Idaho, like much more Apparently, than I normally do. I mean, they, they really wanted to get you liquored up out there. They tried. Um, um, but no, it was, it was with chocolate bitters. It tasted like a fucking bourbon Tootsie Pop. Okay. That, shit, that's, that does sound Ooh. fucking good. <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about, the orange Tootsie. <laughs> the Damn. orange Tootsie yeah. Pop, dude. Yeah. It was the tits. It was this place called Postmasters. Um they have an upstairs that faces a place that has live music. So I just went up there and opened the window rather than pay their cover charge. Shit, man. I ate, I ate a pork sandwich and drank old fashions. It was all right. Good I mean, day. there are definitely worse, worse ways to, to spend your time. A hundred percent. You know, I, I, I liked being out in the, in the thick of things. I went to an Irish pub. We've got one out there. There was this an Irish a, dude at the bar chain smoking. Nice. In, fact, in front of a no smoking sign. Because <laughs> I guess I guess there was some footy on. I couldn't understand a goddamn word he was saying, but there was some footy on, I think. I mean, that's all you needed to know, really. Yeah. He might have owned the place for all I know. The uh the old fashioned that I had was um it was like a smoked old fashioned. So the the guy yeah. was is actually the guy who reports to me now, uh, made it for us. Nice. And um, so like he he has these like hickory had these hickory chips and just like smoked the glass up. Yeah, yeah, basically smoked everything up, and it was yeah. it was fucking phenomenal. No, I had something similar to that when uh, at dinner with the uh, Lens. Shout mm-hmm. out! Um, it was a maple smoked. So Hell yeah, maple chips. Fired it up, got the glass all smoky. Sign. I mean, that's that's one of the coolest things you can do if you're doing if you're doing that or. Um, I'll tell you what the Goodfellas Distillery does out here. They will grab orange rind and they will torch the orange rind. Okay. Until like the edges singe. Then they'll mix the drink in. Almost really like um flavor. like blackened peppers and stuff yeah. like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, dog. I mean, it's I don't even know what they have out right now because they will uh they'll change that menu up consistently um i don't even know if the is the craft cocktail menu on come on guys show me something (laughs) show me something come on baby i don't think they have that up which is kind of sad but oh no wait wait wait. okay they're showing a couple here uh so let's see here We've got craft beer cocktails going right now. Of course, they got nice. the juleps up. You know, everybody loves the juleps. But no, they. Um, I've never had a bad drink there, and the pizza is kind of out of pocket, tasty, and gigantic. Like they have a lunch special. It's uh, like eight dollars, right? Mm. You get a slice of pizza and a breadstick. The breadstick is about two feet long. <laughs> like they fold it over okay here's here's a few of the here's a few of some of the uh drinks they've done before um they have the audrey hepburn 
Okay. Pinnacle vodka, pama, rhubarb, housemade sour, and lemon bitters. Nice. That sounds delicious. <laughs> right. Um, oh, this one's great. I've had this one before. The uh, Marilyn Monroe, uh, limoncello, pinnacle vodka, agave, uh, Matilde peach liqueur, rhubarb bitters, and a housemade sour. Yeah, they don't fuck around on this shit. And this oh. is stuff they've already gotten 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 rid of. They had one it was uh, the Bonnie Parker, Hendrix Gin, St. Germain, Cucumber, Basil, and Fresh Lime. I've been into the, the herby drinks recently. I dig that, dude. You know, if, if you give me some herbaceous time, that St. Germain shit goes a long way for me. Um, oh, yeah. Goodfellas is also somewhat nationally known, I should mention, because of Dave Portnoy's dumbass. <laughs> I assume you're familiar with Mr. Yeah. Portnoy. Yep. Uh, so Dave Portnoy decides he's going to do a review of Goodfellas. He goes to film. Someone's like, hey, you can't film here. And so he throws the pizza on the ground and gives it like zero stars <laughs> <laughs> because he's a fucking man child. Um, yeah. Let me send you this picture here. I'm going to drop this in the admin chat so you can see the heft. But a drink, this slice and this breadstick with dipping sauce, you can also get instead of the breadstick, a caprese salad. But that's a six dollar experience. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's a big old slice of pie. I got to take some home from that work lunch. It's just in the fridge. I don't, I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I'll take that home. And I got it home. And I'm like, dude, I don't know what I'm supposed to fucking do here. I can't just eat pizza for breakfast and dinner and lunch. It's just not how it works. I mean, there are worse things that you could eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. There are absolutely not. I mean, maybe maybe if I went on the Mark David Chapman diet. You'd just do like, um, you know, Skittles. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's that's worse. Just Skittles? Yeah. Makes my teeth hurt just to think of it. Oh, dude. I don't think it's worse, though. (laughs) Really? Really? Well, okay, let's talk calorically, though. So we'd call that a large slice of pizza. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to say on an average slice, I'd probably double what it is for pepperoni pizza. Let's just call it a slice of pepperoni, right? Okay. So the average pepperoni pizza slice is 313 calories. So you'll call that 600, we'll call it 620. Just I call it. yeah, 620 sounds fair for a, a slice of pizza that size, I think. Okay. Um, Skittles. You're going to be blown away by this. <laughs> the, the best part is, is looking, who the fuck else has Googled Skittles nutritional facts in their life? <laughs> well, the thing is, okay, so I have an empty... Uh, Kelly just told me it's about 100 calories in in the root beer float, which is which is what my guess was. Well, the guess could work. Use Halo Top and sugar for root beer. I knew it. Yeah. Okay, so I have a. You know what set that off? What's that? Root beer, root beer liqueur. That I mean, that does sound good. Yeah. That so I have a, a share size a pack of wild berry Skittles in my hand okay. right now. Okay. Okay. Well, hit me. That is hit me with the facts, bro. 110 calories per serving, and there are four servings per pack. That's just the share size. That's just a little like the four ounce container or whatever. So you have four 440 per one of those. So what I need is a regular ass bag. Yeah. 
I need to know how, what the, what's the size of a regular ass bag. Um, it's like 251 calories for one serving in a regular, in a regular ass bag. How many servings in a bag? One. Only 250 calories? Yep. So then it's not worse than pizza. I mean, if you're eating it, I guess, I mean, I guess not. I, I would not. have to, I would have to eat based on this calculator here. Three 186 gram servings of Skittles to eclipse 620 calories. Somehow it has a decent little amount of potassium. I'm not sure where that comes from. <laughs> I like, don't know if we want to know where that goes. Three, from. three servings. I get 22 milligrams of potassium. I've got vitamin C in it too. It does. I get 207% of your daily value. Vitamin C is great. <laughs> it's like, it's like Bert Kreischer talking about drinking Kool-Aid all day. Yeah. <laughs> Look yep. at the vitamin C though. Hey, you're right. <laughs> We're good. You're right. There's a lot of vitamin C. Holy shit. So yeah, I mean, is there anything worse to eat for three meals a day than za? I'm sure there is. There's got to be like pie, maybe like a really sugary, sweet pie. Pizza isn't the healthiest food. Um, you know, for me, though, with my hypertensions, mm-hmm. there's a problem there. Yeah. Pizza is oh yeah, so much sodium. Extremely sodium heavy. So tough in the streets. Is pizza bad for you? Yeah, it's bad for you. I mean it's pizza. What do you what do you, what do you <laughs> right, think? Right. This isn't new science we're just stumbling on. We're like, oh no shit, it turns out. It's great. You know, like fucking I saw oh, man. now I'm in now I'm into really fucked up pizzas. I'm a I'm in a hole here, dude. I got peeps on a pie right now. Okay, okay, check this out. So I saw a TikTok video last night where um All right. this person used shredded chicken, an egg, and I feel like there was something, one other thing, and made that their pizza crust. No. And then put like normal, normal pizza crust topping or pizza toppings on top of it. No. No, I'm good. And I was no. like, "Fuck, man!" Like, actually, it's it's like a super low-cal pizza because it's mostly protein. Life's and too short. I'm just like, I'm just like, wow, that's that'd be kind of kind of ingenious. Like, life's that's, that's, too fucking short. That's probably better than make... like a cauliflower crust, right? Like, listen, dude, I'm not, life is too short for me to make shredded chicken egg pizza. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will buy a baboli from the store and just chill with it. Now you got, I got to find the fucking fucked up pizza account I follow. <laughs> we always talk so, about like, what what food would you pick to eat if you could only eat that for the rest of your life and nothing else? And pizza is always the answer because you pizza can do it. has to be the answer because you can do so much with it. Yep. That's not, that's not a crazy answer, I don't think. Um, you know, while we're while I'm looking at the looking or trying to find this and, and failing so far, um, where are we on Stranger Things? I didn't watch it past the first season, and I I've no, I haven't watched a single episode of Stranger Things. You've not never much. watched nope. Stranger Things I've ever. Not. Never. Well, that's impressive. Why? I I tried and I just wasn't into it. 
wasn't your vibe it just didn't it just didn't yeah. catch me you hate magical realism i guess you don't like coming of age i i'm i don't know why it just didn't catch me it just it just didn't <laughs> i i would probably go back and give it another try at some point but like i mean yeah. apparently there's 86 fucking seasons of it now oh well, that's good well i, I think four yes i think yeah, the fourth one just came out released. Yeah. oh my god I don't know. It's just, I, the first season was nice, but I don't know that I really. That is an important question. Worked my, what is an important question? I have to stream up. Uh, more important question is what order you eat each other in if you got stranded on a desert island. Ooh. That's always mm. a fun one, too. We, we do that. We do that one every once in a while as well. I feel like you go down first. Probably. I feel like B and I have, uh, a strength advantage over you. I think we also have a, a uh, um, I particularly would have a hunger advantage. I'll, I don't um, know. Kelly makes the point that I get very, I get hangry very quickly. So motherfucker, you ain't seen hangry. She didn't know hangry. <laughs> I, right? I don't know, man. She's, she's seen some hangry. You are, you not are, gonna, you not are Lou Ferrigno of hangry. Bro. <laughs> I am, I am full on MCU hulking it. Uh, <laughs> I am always hangry. That's my, that's my secret cap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, man, that's a toughie. I feel like if I'm being honest, I'm revising it. Yeah. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I go down first. You think so? Easily, easily. No matter how hungry B gets, he would not kill you. Not if there's an available other person to kill. That's, now, once you've exhausted, once you've exhausted my meat, then you guys got yourselves an issue. <laughs> then you got yourself a little issue. We'll you do enjoy, ten. We'll do ten paces and then see what y'all happens. can. Y'all can enjoy my burn ends, but once that's <laughs> gone, <burn> you know, <laughs> we need to ask him when it, whenever he's on again. I think I've got. I've, I think my my call on that is the appropriate call. B would not, under any circumstance, conspire to murder you, nor would you conspire to murder him. It would just full on be Adrian the Short Straw. And Kelly, I'm not mad at it. Kelly says I'm probably the likeliest to figure out a tech way to call for help, which is, I think, probably true. I'm very resourceful. That's also about that. a very, very good reason to not kill you and eat you, and a better reason for me to be murdered. She says so. He should be your second meal. I love that. I love, I'm this. I'm definitely the second meal. Mm. I think you walk out of there. Maybe. <laughs> I think you walk out of there. But make sure I'm his beneficiary for everything first. <laughs> you you are just just so you know. It's a, it's out there on the internet now. Kelly is my beneficiary for everything. So if I turn tell up her dead, to call in, if I if I'm murdered, like you know, hook her up on the on the computer. I want her to call in. You want to call in, Kel? We can call in. I need you to get an actual like lined phone with buttons. <laughs> really call you're on we could i mean i could definitely <laughs> pretend at least i could do that no no no. i i, I don't want I, if i know you can pretend pretending is free yeah. <laughs> i need us to take some of this uh, she's upcoming a, upcoming me undies money hello hey. right, she, she's uh she's in my office right now i'm turning the microphone i don't know if you can hear me okay still or not you're a little far away but you know i can still hear you all right i'm gonna get her to come around here she can just put her ear you up. Need a, you need a new microphone on one of those arms you can swing around. And right, right, right. All right. She's she's with it. me now. I, I believe she can hear. Okay. 
I don't know why I wanted to do this. <laughs> I just decided it would be fun. I mean, figure, I figure if we're going to have talking by a chat, we might as well just talk it through. So you think, I think a real good question that we have to really arrive at here is how long could you guys survive on my body? That is a good question. I think, uh, if you well, can figure out a way to jerk. Right, 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 right. You can, you can dry the meat. That's not difficult. Yeah. Um, I think the, the problem is going to be storage, right? Like, we would have to figure out storage ahead of time, well ahead of time. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you make jerky and then just, like, dig a hole and find a cave somewhere dry. Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay. This is good. I'm going off of how much meat really will your deer yield from Butcher and Packer, SausageMakingAndMeatProcessingSupplies.com. Uh, shout out <laughs> shout out send us send us some jerky promo code csc10 <laughs> this is real interesting meat yields and pounds are considered in percentages and it really depends a hog you can get about 80 percent meat yield out of okay um i have to assume we have to go off that right i i guess cannibals uh called human flesh long pig so i figure <laughs> I figure pig's probably the thing you have to that's, go off of. That's so really it. rude. If we've got um any cannibals that listen to the show, can yeah, you chime can, in? Can you chime in, please, and let us know like, if long pig Discord. is accurate? Discord.carolinasocialclub.com. Is, uh, is, that, is, that, is that an outdated offensive term? <laughs> 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 Sir, we don't call it that anymore. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Let's see if I remember how to mathematically do percentages. Good luck. I did. So you could get 296 pounds of meat out of me. Okay. Right now, as, as I stand, standing. Well, no, I, okay. So you need to factor out your, the, the weight of your skeleton too, though. This is meat yield with skeleton though. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. This is meat yield from a field dressed weight. So this does factor in skeleton, but does not factor organ meat. Okay. Now, if you're, if you're not eating my liver, you're leaving money on the table, so to speak. <laughs> that's just, that's just the fact of the matter. If you're not eating the heart, that's money on the table. Also, how are you going to get my power? True. So, <laughs> well, also good for iron. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So let's see. So, based on a 2,000 calorie diet, you need about four ounces of meat total a day. Okay. For to meet your protein recommendations. Okay. So if you figure out a way to effectively jerky, dry, or otherwise store my carcass, I feel like you're good on my body for a while. Possibly long enough that we both get out. Or just establish a life. Yeah. Just hill cannibals. <laughs> it's, it's, also, it's also worth wondering where we're stranded. Yeah. If we're stranded up north, that's a game changer. Oh, that is a game changer because... That makes storage a lot easier. But you also have nothing else you can go off of. Yeah. Really? Are you going to have pine tea? Right. Mm, bark. You know, I'm, you, you I'm envisioning somewhere like tropical when I ask. So you this. see right there, we've got, you know, a likely papaya. Coconuts. There's a, you will have a, a zesty coconut beverage. There may be a banana or two. Ample fish. Mm-hmm. I don't see how you guys aren't just living on the island at that point. Well, we may not even have to like kill and eat you if there's ample fish. Too. No, you gotta. 
<laughs> it was a dry fish season, and you have to you have to take me down. One of us has to die for the others to live. Uh, there's uh, there's like a some sort of malignant, malevolent uh, like trillionaire. Here's my question for you, Josh. Sure. How would you kill me? How? On a desert island, assuming we don't have you know firearms or scimitars. You know, there's no there's no falchions to use. How are you taking me down? Um, you'd either have to be suffocated or drowned, I guess. Ha, sucker! Now I know your plan. Oh, spike pit. <laughs> spike pit. <laughs> You're just gonna spike pit me? You're just gonna lure me somewhere? Yeah, you'd be like, "Hey, I gotta show you this thing I found over here. It's uh, definitely not a trap." And then <laughs> I'm just... gonna walk to the left. Don't yeah. you worry, though. Keep walking straight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pay pay no attention for, for to the uh all of the coconut leaves and palm fronds in that one particular spot over there that might have been recently disturbed earth god almighty this is this is uh this cast went dark we've gotten to a dark place here we really have for the record josh i would uh i would dash your brains across the sand with a rock that's fair oh yeah you gotta do it fast because he's, he's very cranky just in general, I don't. Great. I don't yeah. think you know. I don't think you know a level of cranky. I don't think you've got it. I don't think you understand how bad it can truly get for a man of my carriage. <laughs> a man of my carriage and multiple unresolved rage issues. I'm gonna need. <laughs> I'm gonna need my foods. I'll go insane. Honestly, they might take me down before you. I mean, it's even a medical necessity to kill me to eat, just because. I won't have I won't have treats. Oh, see, that's, <laughs> we we've discussed this like in my family, and that's why my brother would go first. Cause like you gotta you gotta get him before you get got. So like before before things get bad with him, you, you gotta get him out of there. I mean, you're trying to tell me I can't get like a cream slush. I can't get a fucking drumstick. I can't no tangerine to, cream ale. No tangerine cream ales. I can't yeah. go to Dunkin' and get that fucking cornbread donut that's like. God, it's it is pure black tar heroin. It is <laughs> that good. <laughs> I've got a terrible sweet tooth, so the moment I don't get processed sugar and fat, I feel a little angry about it, and the anger makes me a bad person to be around. This is why I have an entire eight-pound satchel of mandarins next to my desk. Nice, because. <laughs> If I'm going to feed my sweet tooth, I'm trying to not feed it with absolute crap shit all the time. Oh, like during the during the pandemic or whatever. God. Bye, Kel. Thank you. Terrible for me. What? Yeah. She she pieced out. That is horse shit. We don't pay her to piece out that early. Well, we don't pay her at all. Right. I mean, we don't even get paid. So MeUndies, reach yeah, out. MeUndies and the, the um, butcher dot com yeah butcher butcher box um who else sattva mattress um i need a new bed yeah uh <laughs> who else can i request <laughs> better help <laughs> probably we should probably get a better help sponsorship maybe i mean we've we've been we've been trying to speak a lot about the whole mental health there i'm a i'm a, a cerebral customer so i mean we can do that that would save me some money uh who does who does the one that audible 
Yeah, audible.com is a big one. Yeah. Audible. I I I myself can't stand uh to read and therefore prefer to not. And Audible gives me books read by somebody, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is it anybody cool? Um, there are actually a bunch of like really good narrators. It just depends on the on the book. Like I no, what I mean, like, am I getting like uh I don't know, fucking fifty shades of gray, but like Garrison Keeler reading it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> am I getting like James Brolin's Harry Potter? I mean that would be that would be awesome. It would be awesome, but I'm not giving that bitch any more money. Yeah, right. That's such a such a such a thing. It's, it's narrated it's, it's by a particular disease in Britain. I'm almost positive. They have Fifty Shades of Grey narrated by somebody named Becca Bateau. Can you spell that, please? B a t t o e. Bateau. What an episode this is. Becca Bateau is an actress and producer known for the Barbara Walters summer special in 1976. <laughs> I don't think this is the same person. Let's see. She was in Scrubs at one point. This is from Penguin Random House Audio. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you really you really had a I sort of know this, but no. <laughs> she looked kind of like um the woman who played House's wife in one of these pictures, but like then you look at more pictures and it doesn't look anything like her. So, you know, that's uh, I don't know who it's supposed to be. I can't remember dog. I can't remember fuck all about that fucking show. House? I know, I know. It's you know, like I I remember broad strokes, mm-hmm. but. I couldn't tell you any like specific arcs, you know, or anything like that. I think I think Chai McBride was there at one point. Dude, you got to go back and watch it if if that's yeah yeah like it's it's okay. totally worth it. I, I it's on the rewatch list for me too. I just haven't Listen, gotten around any, to it. Anytime I can see Chai McBride, he is my absolute favorite. Hey, it's that dude. Um, <laughs> he's right up there with uh, I can't remember if it's Keith David or David Keith, so I was just calling Keith David David Keith. Yeah. Is it Keith David? I think it's Keith David. Yes. Okay. Had to remember it. But no, Chai McBride is the shit. I saw uh, <laughs> there was a show. I think it came on Fox or something, right? Yeah. Um, it's called Boston Public. He was there's a I thought he was on Boston Legal. No, he was he was he was on Boston Legal as a different person. Okay. But in Boston Public, he was like the um, the fucking principal of the school. Okay. Uh, so, um, and it's and it's such a it's such a weird show that like goes all over the place, and sometimes it's great. It's it's exactly the same problem you run into with Boston Legal. <laughs> I actually know, just started watching Boston Legal today. Oh man, Boston Legal has some. You know, I'll watch anything if I can see a specific actor act. Mm-hmm. And Boston Legal lets me watch James Spader act a lot. Yep. And that's always a good time. You know, it's 
got a great ensemble cast. I think John Larroquette's in there at some point. Yeah. Um, it's got um, the Fox's name from uh, DS9. Odo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Renee yeah. Abergenois? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a. I mean, it's got Shatner too, so it's like a little, a little Star Trek throwback. Yeah, I think, I think they even put a Quark in one of them, <laughs> like just to be like, <laughs> you see what we did here? Yeah, it's, it's a big. You see what we did here? <laughs> you know, Renee Abergenois, this motherfucker, one of the greats, played one of the weirdest characters <laughs> in the history of I television. Think he, I think he died recently. Yeah, 2019. Yeah. yeah. He was he was in there for a while. Um I mean, Lord, he was he was doing stuff up to 2016. He was Did in the episode of Always Sunny. I just nice. watched actually. Nice. Apparently he uh Ugh God, they did you know, let's talk about this real fast. I look over here, I'm looking at Renee Aboriginal Was thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, performances in animated series. 2022 Star Trek Prodigy. Okay. Odo. Episode Kobayashi. Archive recordings. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. They did it with Mark Hamill. They did it with uh, James Earl Jones, I think, recently in uh, the Obi-Wan, I think. Where they used AI for the voice. Mm -hmm. They did that with uh, Bell Kilmer and Top Gun. I don't know if I like it. It's I think it represents an interesting shift. In, because, in what? Because like previously Disney was not going to do a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But they've since kind of been like, well, you know, maybe maybe we do. You know, with um what's her name? Carrie Fisher. Yeah being cgi'd or whatever and and then yeah like you said the um the voices and all the other ai stuff i guess it really depends on for me if there is consent from the actor or from the estate yeah because there's an argument to be made that I'm sure these ghouls have fucking made before. Because I think they did this with the Aladdin sequel. So we're talking about something that's had some some legs for a while. Because mm-hmm. uh, for one of the Aladdin sequels, they didn't hire Robin Williams. Yeah. They just chopped and screwed him. Yeah, like, like without yeah. his consent either, because, well, we own the masters, so. Right. We own these recordings. We can do what we want with them. That seems particularly shady. Like, I don't know that Renee Abishinwa's estate was like, yeah, sure, use this voice for Odo. It sounds fine. You know, Val Kilmer probably was like, yeah, no problem. Well, he Mark can't, was he can't like, talk, so. He, he can say, yeah, no problem. He has a voice box. Oh, you mean why they would use the AI in the first place? Yeah. I thought you were like, well, he can't say, yeah, no problem. He can't talk. I was like, fucking that. He can, he can, he can get his consent, Josh. <laughs> right. It's like it was a bit of a dick call, but all right. <laughs> Questionable action on the field, but the refs are allowing it. Um, I'm sure Mark Hamill probably said yeah, and and likely James Earl Jones was like yeah, no problem because he doesn't just he just doesn't want to do that shit. He's too old. He's just like yeah, I'm I mean, old. Like 
that's You're the thing. Good. I don't know that I don't know that he doesn't want to do it, but I I think he probably has the wherewithal to be like, you know, I don't sound like Thulsa Doom right now, guys. I sound like an old dude because I'm fucking old. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's 91, dude. Shit. Like I mean Shatner is old like that too. Shatner ain't no 91. Dude, oh my god. Okay, hold on. He lives around me somewhere. He's he, 91 exactly. He is 91 actually. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Well, man, he is he has jammed so many goddamn needles in his face. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. <laughs> One of my favorite uh uh roasts was uh Patrice O'Neill at the uh Charlie Sheen roast for Comedy Central. Yeah. He was looking at his material that he brought. He's like, I should have written more from William Shatner because I didn't know he was going to come up here and be like kind of a quasi old racist white man. <laughs> but like he's Captain Kirk, so I want to respect him, but I don't respect him. Like, <laughs> shit, man. Yeah, I think he lives somewhere in the general area of where I live because he, he loves horses. Makes sense. He looks pretty good for ninety one. Like I, I said he's, I, he's had a lot of work done. I just looked through his Instagram and like he, he's he a pretty good, remarkably vain individual. I think. Didn't he? Didn't he do the um, the flight to the moon or whatever? There it is, Bell Reeve Farm. Bell Sorry, Reeve, like an asylum. Sorry, no. I just uh, there's there's this picture someone snapped in 1993 of William Shatner with one of his horses on the farm and he looks he looks half drunk he's just like "Eh." (laughs) yeah it's my fucking horse what of it oh boy (laughs) yeah it's in Woodford uh, so it's fuck 26 minutes away maybe 70 fucking 6 acre uh Horse farm. What are you gonna do? What a life. Yeah, good. <clears throat> All right. Ah, Bell Reeves from a therapeutic riding program. Hmm. I think uh I think we're good for this week. Yeah, kinda... we've kind of gone all over the fucking place, haven't we? Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Thank you for Kelly stopping by. Thank you to Kelly for stopping by and for yeah. providing me with refreshments that are you know, let me let me do ask you a question on this because you can edit some stuff up though, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, let me let me ask you one question. You you've seen the James Earl Jones in, yeah. in in his modern day. Yeah, we've seen William Shatner in his modern day. Who do you want to be at ninety one? Not do like I- do you want to be James Earl Jones, but do you want to just accept the ravages of time? Or do you want to fight them as much as you humanly can? I think we're at an age where we have to kind of make that decision. Yeah, I think that like to an extent, I will probably accept the ravages of time. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not, you know, I wake up and things creak now, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's that's not going to change, and I've accepted that. I You're not I will get not, Botox. No, fuck no, dude. You won't find me getting, you know, my my face shot up with with shit just to, you know, hold back father time or whatever i mean this is this is in my opinion if i if i'm looking at it i do work like i got um my i did my beard trim for really the only reason of 
you know, when I have a really long beard, I look excessively old because there's mm-hmm. a lot of gray. So I end up looking a little bit like Santa Claus. Yeah. But if I'm looking at these two things here and I have this image of, of Mr. Earl Jones and I have this image of Mr. Bill Schatz, I would rather be Mr. Earl Jones every day. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, black don't crack. So that's it's how not they- even black don't crack. He looks far more wrinkly than William Shatner does. But William Shatner has a certain degree of like, just something ain't right. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like there's a, there's a certain level of dissonance where you say, you know, at 90 some odd, you shouldn't be that smooth. So now you're kind of sort of lumping a smooth frame over a skeleton that no longer wants to support it. And then you see his hand, which is still an old person's liver spotted hand. Right. But he's got his weird, smooth red face. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's just not a good look. Whereas here's James Earl Jones. Yeah, he's wrinkly and all his skin's, you know, fucking folding all over the place and his hair's white and his eyes are all cataracty. But you know what? He's happy I think, with himself. I think he looks He's happy better. with who he is. I think he looks better than William Shatner does. Absolutely. So that's 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 the wisdom we should be departing on on the younger generations, all of them who listen to the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, just let it happen, dude. Let it ride. Yeah. I mean, like, do what you can to be healthy, you know. But like, I don't think there's any any point in shooting your face up full of Botox or whatever. No, being being happy with who you are is gonna look way better than that will. Yep, guaranteed. So there's there's your uh, positive message of the day. Be that's happy right. Love you yourself, are. motherfucker. Love that. So for the Carolina Social Club, I'm Josh. You know, I'm Eddie, y'all. And uh, hopefully, B is back with us next week. If not, you know, it'll, we'll just hold if it she's down back again. With us next week, it's going to be a real spicy fucking episode. Everybody. It really is. We're so we're looking at doing rat beefs for one of the episodes coming up. So it's just could lead yeah. to getting teeth capped. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Uh, discord.carolinasocialclub.com join the conversation uh, we're in there chatting it up we're well, not really chatting it up, it up lately but you know be I there work. yeah people are busy but yeah come say hi we'll be here uh, Carolina SOC Club on Twitter all that fun stuff have a good one guys good honor babe.